0: Welcome to the Paragol Podcast. This is Jared Pickney, and today I'm joined by the owner of not Productions, Nathan Knight. Nathan, thanks for coming on. Thank you
1: for having me. I appreciate it. I
0: think we just established that you might be the youngest uh, guest we've ever had on the Paragol Podcast. How does that make you feel?
1: Um, uh, unique. I guess I don't know. It. I. I get. You know. I get called young all the time like I'll do a shoot or something and someone's like oh do you 16 this is a high school project (laughs)
0: so I don't know maybe it's a good thing maybe it's a bad are you 23 right I'm 23 when's your birthday February 1st I'm almost 24 February 1st okay man well hey we're gonna give you the honor of being the youngest for uh, now all time that for now absolutely so uh really glad to have you on we're kind of neighbors down here right I mean my office isn't too far from your office and one of the reasons I reached out to you is because uh it just seems like you guys, your, your company that you started, has really grown. I mean, I've I can't go anywhere; it doesn't seem like without seeing one of your photographers or. Uh, someone taking video. I mean, like the last few weddings that I've been to, uh, your team has been there. And so it's like pretty impressive just to see um, what y'all have been able to do. And I know you started it from scratch. And so I want to talk about night Productions. But before we get there, tell me kind of where, you're, where you come from. You're not from Paragold, right? So not originally.
1: and Like a lot of my life has been spent here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would consider my roots here. But in all actuality, like when I think about – the, like the sports I'm a fan of or not, not from, not Arkansas. So really? Yeah. So I was actually born on a, um, uh, a air force base in uh, South Carolina. Nice. I was born there. Uh, I have a lot of family here in Arkansas. My mom's originally from here. My mom actually went to Paragold back when they were the, the Bulldogs or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, I'm sorry. It's like I said, I was young. Um, <laughs> the but, Bulldogs is right. Okay, good. Um, and so we, then, um, I actually, uh, I actually lived in Italy even when I was um, due to the Air Force. Wow! Uh, I lived in Italy for about a year. When you were how? Old? Um, about a year to two years. Okay. I, I learned to. I always joked I learned to walk and talk in Italy. Hmm. Um, and then I moved back and I actually lived in uh, Michigan until I was in the fourth grade. Okay. And so that's I, I go blue uh, all every day. Do you really, we're eleven and zero right now as this podcast is Boy, being recorded. Barely. I barely, but we're still 11 and 0. That's true. Um, So anyway, beyond that. And then after uh, my fourth grade year, we moved, actually, I moved to Marmaduke uh, for a very, very short amount of time. Um, And then I moved to Paragold and I've been here
0: ever since. What time? When did you get to Paragold, like, finally? Because, like, the final Um, stop?
1: I would say, I think I moved here.
0: I think I moved to Paragold in fifth grade. In fifth grade. Uh, Did Uh, you go to Paragold Core Tech? So I actually went
1: to St. Mary's until the end of sixth grade. And then I, uh, so I. What was that experience like?
0: St. Mary's. I don't know a lot of people in St. Mary's. Um, great, good experience.
1: I love St. Mary's. Very, 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 very small. And my parents preferred the private school atmosphere, so I actually ended up going to CRA. Yeah. So okay. I graduated from CRA. Really? I went from seventh through twelfth grade, which is interesting because of my career choice. They don't have anything like that right now, and they didn't when I went there either. And so it, it's very interesting that I picked up this path, and I get that a lot. Isn't there like, well, you didn't have tech TV
0: or RAM channel to yeah. go off of? So, yeah. So, were you, I mean, I think of anybody who's in photography or um, just graphic design, all the stuff you're doing, obviously they have a pretty artistic bend about them. Would you have said that was true about you growing up that you were pretty artistic? So, I have. Okay, so I'm not
1: artistic. Like, it's funny. Like, I, like obviously, I do the graphic design thing. Um, I'm not the best at, like, freehand drawing. You know what I'm okay. saying? I could not sit in front of you, and you told me to draw a bear. I'd do a, you could, there's, I'd do a stick figure bear. There's yeah, no yeah. way. I couldn't do it. But there's something about the digital aspect of things that I can kind of, like, pick pick apart and kind of, like, I can kind of look at something and figure that out. Um, growing up, and this is embarrassing, this is on a podcast, but growing up, I did a lot of theater. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not embarrassing from like four, not embarrassing like, at all I, are, you, are you embarrassed yeah. of me it, it's embarrassing <laughs> no it was it's embarrassing for me when i was growing up i mean you know in high school and i was in seventh grade and i was performing in the winnie the pooh play as tigger <laughs> you know what i'm saying and yeah. i'm missing school and my friends are all hanging out doing, going on a field trip and i'm having this uh miss school for to play a tigger you know yeah so it's not
0: me. when you're in uh arkansas right. it's not like you know you're not often looked at as like Captain Cool. Exactly. If you are in drama, which is kind of a, a shame. You know, it's like it all is. these people that like are setting the um, kind of the pace for like trends and all that in our culture of celebrities. Yep. That are like all the right. movies and shows, but for some reason it's like you're right around here, at least when I was growing up in the same way. No, it's like it, drama, no, Come it,
1: on. It was the same way, even when I was in school. And I'm sure it's it's probably some people would say it's the same way now, but um granted I graduated in twenty seventeen, so that would have been probably twenty uh, like thirteen, fourteen. I probably quit doing the theater thing. Now I did my school plays, mm-hmm. uh, but I, as far as like at the Collins Theater, I did for several years. Um, there and that's that. I would say I, I like Disney Channel when I was growing up. For sure. So like, What's I always your favorite Disney movie. Disney movie. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, um, what's the, the goofy movie, but it's the, it, yeah, I think it's called the goofy movie and it's with mm-hmm. the kid though. And they take the, the trip over to see the concert. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite, my favorite. I've
0: never, never seen the goofy movie. Oh, it's I'm a just, great film. Is Thank it? you. A goofy movie. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right.
1: All right. There you go. Yeah. Cool. that to your watch give it a shot. list. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I did, th- I did theaters from, um, not too long, but I did, it, I did it for a couple of years because I wanted to be a Disney Channel actor. And My parents told me, well, that's what you got to do. You got to start in theater. All the good, all the real yeah. actors started in theater. So I started with that. And um, and I, so I think when I, and I haven't thought about this, I think when I look back, it's kind of how I like. I liked the, I liked TV. I liked the movies. I liked how the actors worked. I wanted to be an actor. And I guess I just never, I don't know. And then I was like, well, I guess I'll film movies because that's how I started. Ah. So, you know, I was
0: doing that kind of stuff, so. Wow. So there was a, I mean, I, I, I think I would clump those together. Like not necessarily you're, you're mm, not, yeah. not an artist is in your drawing, but like right. you're in the arts.
1: That's kind of what I was trying to say is yeah. like, I can't draw on a piece of paper, but I was into, you know, art and movies, Big into and music, and stuff like that. Huge
0: into music. I love music. Who's some of the, well, we'll talk about this here in a little bit. Yeah, I'll in sure. the rapid fire about music. Okay, so, okay. um, Yeah, so then you do have a creative bend about you. You like music, you like the drama, you're in the arts, right? And so I think think
1: people would agree. Yeah. Yes.
0: Where did you get that from? Is your parents that way? Um, I'm gonna say no. Okay. What did your parents do? Like, I guess your dad was in the Air Force.
1: Um. uh, Yes, my biological dad was in the Air Force. Um. The uh, I have a i have a dad actually adopted me okay. um his name is dave that's where i get the night from actually and right. uh that that's why i moved to michigan funny enough um so anyway uh uh he was also in the military but that's besides point so he actually owned for a little bit and some people will remember this we actually used to own knight's cupcakeery it was located up in the grecians plaza for about, for about yes. two years he owned it yeah my dad owned it my dad was a baker Funny enough. Well, my, that's cool. It is cool, right? So he kind of has some like...
0: That's totally creativity and creativity all Creativity
1: in that, right? So he kind of has that. So maybe I picked up a little bit from him yeah. off that. My mom's an attorney. My mom works in Blyville as an attorney, as okay. a prosecuting attorney, so... That sounds um, exciting. Yeah, and it for her, yeah, I'm sure she loves it. I could never, so... I like to argue, but I don't want to argue on the stand. So. Is your dad still baking? No, no, not really. My dad oh. works as a... My dad works at Fabco Machine... Uh, Which is very similar to having making cupcakes, right? Yeah, he works with like hot lava <laughs> and stuff and like baked steel stuff. So, I don't know, okay. I don't really know what my dad does because I, 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 him and I are, I mean, we're similar in so many ways, but not in the workplace, yeah. So, I don't know, but I used to work at the bakery, that was my first job. Oh, hell,
0: man, that's a great first job, I would think, at least. I like uh, talking to people, so I worked at the register, yeah. yeah well, so you are acting you're like okay i'm not really sure that's going to become a career i want to make movies that's your thing i guess you know it kind of
1: happened by accident and if you're ready for me to get into it i will you get into it man okay i was about to say so i all right so this is genuinely how it worked i quit i quit doing the acting thing and i was just kind of playing sports doing the high school Mm -hmm. day-to-day stuff and um my 10th grade year Uh, the seniors at the time uh, had a lock-in. Now, CRA, that's obviously a much smaller thing than it is at, like, a public school, so it's totally doable. So we have a lock-in. We stay overnight. Me and my friends come to the idea, you know it would be kind of funny? If we made this, like, a scary movie thing, like we were locked in
0: uh-huh this yeah. is cool we couldn't
1: get out like you know what i'm saying and we did a terrible job at portraying that it's it's on the facebook page you can find it um is it called locked in it's called cra locked in on their facebook page on c on college Ridge academy facebook page you can look at that anyway so we started i make that and i made it on iMovie and like the iMovie trailers
0: have you ever used those and what were you uh i used a uh, like GarageBand. i've seen right. some iMovie so, so
1: iMovie trailers were like you plug in a shot and it like did most of the work for you Oh, really? Okay. See, I didn't know that. No, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, iMovie itself, you can edit. Or were you the, using, an iPhone? Oh, yeah. Whatever that was at the time. iPhone probably six. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Um, anyway, so I make that, and then I showed it to my classmates and stuff like that, a couple of teachers, and they thought it was funny, because it has a couple of funny clips, and it's like, you know, it's, yeah. it's cute, because we trod. Sure, exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, at CRA, they have a, what's called chapel. We meet every single day uh-huh. and talk. For um, Or, you know, like for 30 minutes, and you know, they give us a lesson, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And sometimes the students get to, you know, do certain things or whatever. So I asked my principal, who actually uh, sadly passed away this past year, Mac mm-hmm. Ramsey, so rest in peace. Uh, I love him dearly. Um, he gave me the opportunity to play that in chapel. And um, so I was like, yeah, I mean, that'll be fun. I get to play it in front of the whole school. He makes me play it on Friday, which is uh, uh, the elementary and senior high get all together. And so it, everybody was there watching. you going to show the movie there? Yeah, I showed it in front of everyone in my entire school, this little thing. And uh, it was like a minute, minute clip. And everyone laughed and had a good time. Because like I said, it was like funny, cute, yeah, we tried. Yeah, yeah. So then the um lady at the time that was running our facebook page was like hey can i put this on facebook it'll be fun you know you know people mm-hmm. love it it's got their students in it and stuff and i was like sure i guess so i gave it to her she posted it on facebook k-a-i-t saw it on the facebook page and was like hey that's cute that's funny we're gonna talk about it so they talked about it on the news i didn't go on the news or anything but they mentioned it like on like their facebook and like on the air or whatever so um i'm sure ryan vaughn had nothing to do with that but shout out ryan vaughn appreciate yeah. it well thanks ryan thanks ryan uh Anyway, so then they posted on there. And from that moment on, my art teacher, uh, Miss Bridget Chun, she said, um, hey, I know we don't have a class like that, but why don't you next year, because 11th grade, you could have an art elective class at CRA and senior year. So uh, 11th grade year, she said, why don't you join my art class? And instead of doing art projects, I'll let you do videos. That's cool. So I basically had my own video class. I was the only student at CRA with a video class. I think I'm still the only one that's ever had one. (laughs) And so I had two years of video at CRA where I just basically... And I love Sierra to death, but I was pretty much just making stuff for the school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I did like a grandparent's day video and like sure. all sorts, like whatever they needed. Yeah. That's pretty much what I did. And Using I got your iPhone. Um, no. So the school ha- bought a camera. Okay. Um, it was a rebel T5, i which I ended up being the first camera I bought myself because I had, was familiar with it yeah. from the school. So I bought it myself. And then that, that is quite literally how I started making videos. Okay, it's so you, d- you
0: didn't start with taking pictures. You started with video.
1: I that didn't. Your... I, my first photography gig was in 2019. I, I graduated high school in 2017. Okay. In fact, I, had a, I was getting paid to do commercials before I graduated high school. Who was paying you to do commercials? Um, a, a man named Tyler Killow uh, was paying yeah, me. To, yeah. he, was, he, he paid me my first gig ever. It was for CRC. It was an event called The Bash. And he had me come, I brought my t I had my own camera at the time. He, he called me to come to CRC and paid me, I think, like, probably like 25 maybe $50 at max yeah. to come, and I, he brought a guitar and, uh, um, like, a cantaloupe, and he wrote the event dates on it and like where it was going to be and we videoed it all and i didn't do it in slow motion i was supposed to but i didn't know what i was doing and uh and um I, mind you i've done a great job at keeping all of this so i can show you any of this stuff That's i awesome. have all That's of it awesome. um, so you got to make
0: your uh, documentary at some point exactly
1: and he throws it up and then like he hits it with a guitar and it's called the bash See, it explodes the kind of like the guitar it's funny um but anyway yeah so that was my first paid gig and then kind of from there um i always say one shoot brings on another so you know then it just kind of kept going and then
0: so on and so forth. Yeah. So how did you get into taking pictures? I t- um, is, that y'all's, is that y'all's big thing now or is it still the video? I, I, would dare it say say it, I would
1: dare say it's close. Like pictures definitely skyrocketed higher than I ever thought they would. Um, Alex Newballs has been with me. I went to high school with him. So he's uh, been with me a long time throughout the process of it. Um, he's primarily a videographer. You know, we kind of taught him what to do as I learned it and that kind of stuff. So we kind of grew together that uh, in that fashion. But um, Alex used to joke with me that he wanted an Instagram for the for the business, and I was like, "Man, we don't even make we don't even take pictures. I don't want a, I don't want an Instagram. I don't need one." You know what I'm saying? I barely had a Facebook and barely cared at the time, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fine." So we actually asked a friend to come do some photos, and uh, we took the pictures, and I made an Instagram basically for that for to post those pictures. And then, again, like I said, it's kind of one thing leads after to another. You do one shoot for free, maybe a couple, you know. Um, and then it just kind of, well, the next person, yes. the next person. Then suddenly people are paying me to do shoots, and then from there. And like I said, it took it. it happened quickly, especially photo. Video did not. But I already kind of had made a, some form of a name for night productions at yes. that point. So it wasn't like starting from scratch when it came to the photos. Okay. Does that, that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Okay. So when did, the, when did the business actually get started? What year? So... In all actuality, the Name Night Productions was formed in 2016. Um, as they it became, it was a YouTube channel at first. It started as a YouTube channel in 2016. I made Night Productions and I posted a video of me and my dad um, out doing what Arkansas guys like to do the most, and that's shoot guns. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we were—that's what it was. It was called "Like Father, Like Son." It's what the video is called. Then I make a couple of short films, yada yada yada. But and like I said, 2017 is when I found my first commercial while I'm still in high school. Um, and then, but I became like a legit business in 2019, like an actual, like by law, like I have a, a job license and things like yes. that, like a business license. Yep. And so like since so 2019, I've become an actual business. It wasn't until the, um, probably fall of 2019 to through the, um, the beginning of 2020, which is a crazy incident for me. I got very lucky in that scenario, um, where the business actually became to take off I, why do you think that is? I can tell you exactly why that is. Uh, so in 2019, I got a couple. I got a couple opportunities. Uh, a man named Rick Nunn. Do you know Rick uh-huh. Nunn? Oh yeah. So Rick Nunn was selling his house at the time. And this is in 2019 and he, he, I guess they saw something on Facebook where people were filming houses for realty videos. I had never filmed a house, but Rick Nunn knew me, uh, just over through course of time through, like like I said, I went to CRA and he had some, uh, history with the school and stuff like that. And I just knew him, uh, working at swirls when he used to own swirls. Oh
0: man. I didn't know you worked there.
1: I didn't work there, but he, he owned it. He owned it. So I, um, so I like, you know, just knew him. I used to work at the cinema. Yep. Okay. I I, I used to be a manager at the cinema. So like I said, we were right next door.
0: When were you at the cinema?
1: for several i worked there for i did all of this i did all of this work i didn't quit the cinema until COVID happened when did you
0: start the cinema i was in
1: school i wasn't so probably 2000
0: no it was december 2016 okay you barely missed us so our uh the church i'm a part of you met there used to go to church there and and we we literally left in the Mm -hmm. spring 2016 i remember
1: i remember that i mean i don't remember that happening but i remember everyone talking telling me about it yeah yes um no, so yeah, uh, so he, he, asked, he was filming his house, and he was filming it with Image Realty, so Brooks, he, um, mm-hmm. Hartness at the, time, uh, at the time, was selling the home, and Rick said, hey, well, I know this guy, he you know knows how to use a camera, why doesn't you let him come film it? So I, they had me come film his house, and I went really hard with it because I didn't know what I was doing, so I made a really way too long of a realty video, but they loved it. And I got to meet Brooksy. What do you mean? Like a realty video?
0: Like you're just literally doing like shots Yeah, you do shots of, of the room. house. But I'm
1: telling you, you go watch that video compared to like a realty video I do now. I was adding transitions. I made, I added bird sounds. <laughs> the music was all time. That's Dude, hilarious. Dude, it was, it was beautiful. Oh, and so, um, Brooksy, I mean, which, you know, you should try, especially when you're, dry, you should try hard when you're doing stuff like that. But I, you know, I just, I was doing my best, you know, what I thought was right. And Brooksy loved it and gave me the opportunity to film a couple more. And, um, she actually, which, you know, this is kind of business related, but I don't mind talking about it. Um, she gave me an opportunity to film 20 houses a month for a contracted like certain amount. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and that happened, uh, in the, that December of 2019. Okay. And so then I continued to do that and continue to do that and continued continue to do that. And then that actually, I did so many, and 20 a month is a lot. I did so many that Colwell Banker out of Jonesboro also asked me. So I was doing 20 for them. So I was doing 40 houses a month. Just you or
0: you, you, and me Alex? and Alex, okay. me and Alex.
1: And I'm doing, yeah, but you know, exactly. So I'm doing 40 houses a month at this point into, and COVID happens. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm doing well enough that I've looked at getting a studio down here and I even put a down payment on one, or deposit down on one. Um, so anyway, I moved right next door to Percy's and, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm painting the walls. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm painting the walls and, uh, and then COVID happens. Literally, like I'm I'm about to move in in like a day or two. COVID happens, at world shutting down. My mom's like, I'm still living at home. I still live at home, and I'm doing this. Sure. And um, and they're like, you uh, you probably don't need to do that. You don't know where COVID's going to happen. And I was like, okay, fine. So I make a deal with Chris, my landlord, and I'm like, hey, um, you you know. I'll let you keep the the deposit. Like, let me, you know, I don't know how this is going to work. It'd probably be best case for for me. I I might just, I may lose all the business I have. I may not be able to keep going. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. He understood. Super, super thankful for him because he gave me an opportunity to just take a step back and realize. What I didn't know, I would have been fine because the realty market in 2020 went insane. Yes. There were so many houses for sale and nobody was buying, which was perfect for me because I was trying to sell houses. So all the realtors were having me come film it. So I had... Paragold Realty Pro, I had Image Realty, Caldwell Banker, uh, Multilink Realty. I mean, you name it. I was going down the list. Realty, I was filming, 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 filming. I was there even,
0: nobody else around that was filming these things?
1: Not, I don't think, at the rate that I was. So my big thing, I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't said this yet, but we try to turn everything around, and especially at that time
0: in a week. And those Realty videos... So hang on. I, if you take a few, like you try to turn any video around in a yes, week? Yes, every video, even wedding videos. So still if to this day i'm trying to do the math on that so how long how long was it taking you to do one video if you're you're doing 40 i could probably film a house at that time i was probably filming a houses in about an hour
1: hour and a half and then editing uh editing i mean it would take me i uh, once once you get used to it you know it's kind of like and not plug and play, but for the most part, you know, a certain yeah. houses take in certain so, work. But so how
0: many hours were you probably working a week back then? Oh, is a, a lot,
1: dude, a lot, and it was a lot. So you're hustling. I used to work. I was doing that, and mind you, I was doing twenty to forty houses before I quit the cinema. So I was doing this. I used to work at the cinema. I had uh, I used to work at the cinema, and I would have my computer up at the front while checking out people, editing realty videos right in front of customers. Yeah. So shout out to the, cinema. the cinema. I owe a lot to as well. I love them. I love those people. I just got new seats. So go go visit the Pericle Cinema. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I I to work out right in front of people, right right in front of customers. <laughs> Here's your popcorn, and yeah, let me get back. To and let me get back thing. to what I'm doing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's fun. I, so I love it. So that's taken
0: off in 2020. And uh-huh. at that point, uh, you go ahead. You said you started in 2019, the business or 2020? Yeah. Okay. I, I started my business actually started in 2019. In yes. 2020. Okay. Now, how many people work with y'all now?
1: Um, right now. So I'm actually, I'm, as we speak, I've got um, Anastasia um, Daniela, Caden, and Alex. However, Anastasia is, um, she's going to school to be a radiologist and, um, she's actually leaving after this December. So I think I have one wedding with her booked, uh, next year, but after that she is going on to further her career in, uh, radiology. Um, so how many weddings are you doing? then? So in 2020 I did 30, which is crazy because the year before that I did four wow so in 2020 but because my name was getting out so much from the realty stuff and doing videos and like i i was plugging myself so much more i booked 30 that year and then the next year i booked 50 um i think 56 in 2021 and this year i did 62
0: 62 weddings so that's why you see me everywhere (laughs) is there anybody that's uh anybody else that's doing this stuff um there are people that book close to that amount. Yeah. Really? There are people. Okay. There's,
1: there's some people that will give up every day of their weekends to do that and stuff like that. Now, I would say on average, and, and um, I have so many photographer friends that typically try to only book around 20, 30 max, and that's all they want. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Now, I have to do things differently because it's not it's not just me. If, it was, if I was the only person booking 60 weddings, I promise you I'd be living life nicely. You know what I'm saying? But it's me, it's Caden, it's Alex, uh-huh. it's Daniela, it's Anastasia. So, you know, you divvy all those weddings up. We're doing photo, video. I can, and in fact, this year we did our first weekend where we had five weddings in a single weekend. That's Friday through Sunday. There's five weddings. Wow. Which is incredible. And so, like, you know, that's kind of, that's that's how that happens. Yeah. Like, there's only 52 weekends in a year. Sure. So, six, how do you fit in 60 plus weddings? Yeah. No, that's how. Because we yeah. have five. There are weekends where, they are back-to-back weekends coming up in December where I don't have a wedding at
0: all. How many photos you checking in? Probably a year?
1: Uh, like just any photo shoot or yeah, like, like yeah like yeah oh my gosh i don't know the exact number but i'm probably close all, a couple couple
0: hundred a couple hundred
1: oh yeah i, I um 2 weeks ago cuz i was just in colorado last week you know that so the week, yeah. bef- week before that i had a i had two senior shoots on monday and i had a single se- had a think sing- myself had a senior shoot every other day that week so i had six shoots in 5 days just seniors not including headshots and anything else that i did
0: wow what's the going rate for a wedding like if if like a, a team like you guys are going to be used for video, photos, the whole works. I want it all.
1: Okay. So people don't know how well they have it here in Arkansas. So when I say these numbers, mm-hmm. I want, and people go, and people go look, please, compare for your own problems. sake, yeah. go look anywhere else, Colorado, go look at New York, go look at Arizona, any Florida, anything you want, and then come back to me yeah. and you'll understand that we're very reasonably priced. So anyway, right now uh, you can book a night productions for photo and video for um, somewhere between three to four thousand dollars for both photo and video, three to four thousand dollars total. And yeah. You're saving a lot of money doing that. You get you you get like prints from that, or is that like then you order you, your prints? You get you get. All the digital content in the world, we give you the full edited video, you get uh, over like 400, 500 plus photos. And I, I've never, never under-delivered on pictures. I have given, there are people I've given 1,500 photos back to. You know what I'm saying? Because their wedding day took me all day and I've just, and there's so yeah. much stuff to cover. Yeah. Some people just require more. So um, there are things like that that you can do. And there's add-ons, like you can add on drone. And I'm a licensed drone pilot. Oh, um, really? hmm They have to be because I do commercial work. Ah. So I'm a licensed drone pilot. Um Do you do, you do those for real too? Yes, I had yeah. to. That's when I got it. It was in uh so, which it's too late now, you can't get me now. But in in twenty nineteen I was kind of flying a drone. Okay. On accident. Uh but I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know sure, the rules. Man. And somebody let me know the rules and then yeah. and I got it immediately. Actually actually studied for the test in three days and passed it the next the in the fourth day. It's actually I, impressive. I, that's that's, all, I that's that all I did. a lot to learn That's all I did for three days. I sat there, I have a notebook, it's in my drone bag to this day because I always thought if someone questions me, I've got all the notes in the world because I studied so hard that I know all the rules, I promise you. It's like one of the things what I know the most. What do you mean, the rules? Air, airspace distances, like oh, yeah. oh, everywhere. Seriously? How close he can be at a Paragold I could, airport and stuff like that. I really? could talk to air traffic control. Do you know that? No. I, could, I, I know how to talk on the radio to air traffic control. Why do I need to know that to fly a drone? I don't. I don't. I just need to know how to not fly it into the tree behind me, which I've done in front of so many people.
0: How much is your drone? Is it expensive? About
1: Okay. And that's another thing, too. My equipment is so expensive, and people... Um, What's your th- most expensive piece of equipment? Um, yeah. Like, in one thing. Yeah. My camera. I have a Sony FS5 that without a lens... Is that is, a video? Yep. I have a Sony FS5, which is about, uh, like, six grand. Not when I bought it. When I bought it. Not yeah. now. Uh, but it was, like, six grand when I bought it at the time. And that's without a lens. Wow. So, and now, now I have... I have rigs The So, you, you saw Caden recently at a wedding, you uh-huh. said. So, Caden... Uh, the rig he was holding is like five thousand dollars. So it's like
0: you drop this, you're fired.
1: Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. But that's what, that's what people don't understand is like that's part of the reason why I have to charge a certain amount. Yeah. I would love. I used to, to do weddings when I first started doing weddings. I was doing weddings for three hundred dollars for both photo and video. Oh three
0: hundred dollars. Good for you that you've been able to go from three hundred to three thousand. Well. I, I
1: also noticed uh, a good friend of mine in the industry named Emily Gill, who's uh, retired now and she doesn't do it anymore. But she told me, uh, she said, what are your prices? It was the first time I ever met her. She said, what are your prices? And I told her, and she goes, Nathan, I want you to know that if you gave me those prices, I would put them down and I wouldn't even consider you because I think, why are you so cheap? Ah, and I was yeah. like, that's, that was a major moment for me because so then I started going up again. And I thought I had made a name of myself at least enough that I could kind of charge more. Yep. I think at that time I went to like 1000 and I was like, Whoa, I don't hope my book yeah. and you know, it nothing changed. Nothing changes now even when I up the pricing because just it's just what people charge and everyone kinda goes up and we have to because it's just the cost of uh, you know, you know how uh, money goes up and everything keeps charging, costing more. Yeah. Our camera gear keeps costing more as well. I promise yeah. you. And so sure. I keep having to make that money and I have employees to pay and yes, things like right. that. So and now
0: I, you're competing with other businesses that are paying yeah. more for minimum wage. And all I don't, stuff.
1: I don't charge the most out of anybody either. And you'd think maybe I would considering I have the employees. I think I'm one of the only companies around that do like weddings that have like employees. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure. I know a lot of like the, um, I know a lot of production studios uh so just like workhorse in Jonesboro, i love them i worked for them a lot uh throughout high school learning a lot from them they do just commercials they don't shoot weddings you know what i'm saying so i think i'm like one of the only people around here that have that have employees that do that so
0: you seem like you're a ferocious learner because uh, you you do everything so well at least what i've seen and even like the drone example is like It seems like there's just been several things you've kind of been thrown into, and all of a sudden, like now you're like having to be like, okay, I got to go all in, and I got to do it quick because I've got jobs lined up.
1: No, I would say, I would say it's probably I have to, I have to be that way because, and it's funny you actually said that. So uh, we were having a little meeting before this podcast at my studio. We were talking about how there is no set path for us at all. All you know, everybody at my studio wants to do this for the rest of their lives. You know what I'm saying? In some form or fashion, no matter we don't, but we don't know what tomorrow holds. You know what I'm saying? And no one does, but you know, when a small company, when your boss is 23 years old, I don't know what tomorrow holds. I'm going to make the wrong call sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And we have to learn and adjust and move forward. And um, so that's it's so funny you say that because we constantly are learning and we're constantly forced to be in a situation where we're like, "Oh, I've not I've not done this. I've not I've not had this happen to me. I don't, you know, I don't know what to do." And the drone is an example of that or whatever. When I started doing pictures, I didn't know. You know, and when I started doing video, you know, all I knew how to do was turn the camera on. There are videos that I have made that look incredible before and then like after that i'd be like why did that one look like this and this looks like this i didn't didn't understand the formula i didn't understand how a camera worked Mm -hmm. now i could. i've I've made my own formula to teach people how to use a camera i call it the vowel system of a camera it's called the vowels and i made it because i had to i teach my employees how to use their cameras the way i want them to use it so i teach them like that
0: yeah that's fantastic man what i admire about what you're saying too is uh, like you know there's a you have a real, like I said, for like you have an appetite, like to learn yep. to get better. So there's a hunger, but also a humility because even at 23, most people at 23 don't have the humility. I don't think to say like, hey, like I'm gonna probably blow this. I don't really understand what I'm doing all the time, and so I'm sorry, like I'm not gonna get it right. Like to your to your staff, mm-hmm. that takes humility to say that, which well, is hu- it's, it's huge, man. Like, and I think like. Whenever you model humility, you model vulnerability like that. Like people trust you because mm-hmm. you're human. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's well thank like, you. Yeah. So I, I love that about you, man.
1: You want to know something funny about jumping in? Jumping in when you can't see. So my mom, like I said, is a prosecuting attorney, and so and when she listens to this, she's gonna kill me for saying it. But I'm gonna call her out because I love her to <laughs> death, and she knows. And uh, my mom is my number is my number one supporter to this day, and I pro- and I'll say that to the day I die. But uh, so. She, when I started in 2019 and I started getting a little busier and I wanted to get that studio, my mom was like, "Uh, Nathan. You know, I want what's best for you and I want you to chase your career, but I think you need to get like a like a real job. You can stay mm-hmm. in this realm. You need to get a real job first mm-hmm. and try to do this. And and then maybe in the future when you think in your 30s or something like that, you know, kind of then go after like and try to start your own business after you've got a little thing for yourself. And I, and I understood where my mom was coming from because my mom is my mom. And of course, she's going to want what's best for me. Mm-hmm. But I told her, I said, I'm going to be honest with you, mom. I'm living at home. I, don't have, I didn't have a lot of bills. I've been, I have been. was blessed with a pretty good home life. Mm-hmm. So um, now, my mom didn't buy anything for me camera gear wise. Everything I did was I earned myself. And I said my mom was going to make me work for what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And um, I told mom, I said, I'm going to go for it because I'd rather try it now and say I'm glad I tried and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Then in the future, I look back and I was like, oh, I wish I would have done it. I can't now. I'm raising three kids mm-hmm. and I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So I told her, I said, I'd really, 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 really would prefer to try it. Mm-hmm. and mess up than mm. not and i got lucky and it worked out and i, and I do it full-time and i've been doing it full time
0: for almost two years yeah man you can't be afraid to fail and i think like anybody who is, i have such i, I admire entrepreneurs like people who can take something literally i mean you started with nothing and created something and you're yeah. able to it's you gotta have the ability to somewhat take chaos and create order you know what i'm saying like pull these things together which is phenomenal I mean, i think it's like such a gift from god that you're able to do that kind of thing and i'm I'm curious from what do you think like looking back now unless you guys are somewhat established like what do you think makes y'all successful um
1: in all actuality uh one thing that i pride my team on is how personable we are um i make sure when i bring someone onto my team all my all my team is very handpicked I'll, and, I'll, and, I, and I say that with pride because I love my team. Mm-hmm. I have it there. that We are a family. Mm-hmm. No, nobody is above anyone in any form or fashion. We mm-hmm. work as a team. We work together. If there is a problem, we solve it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so one thing, I think we carry that onto the film site or the, onto the wedding and whatever. We walk in, we are personable. I will get to know my bride, my groom, my customer, my client, whatever it is. I will... um I work very hard to make sure that I talk with them and that before we when we're done, I didn't just do a job for you. I didn't do a service. Like I've created a bond. We're a friend. And I know a lot of people say that, but I mean that genuinely. And I think that I've been told that the bride and grooms have felt that way. Hmm. Like that, you know, like I, I've been on a wedding and I'm not, again, i not, not naming names. When, uh, when I've been on a wedding where, a, a, um, a bridesmaid told me that they had just gotten married after this was at the end of the wedding day, and she said, the way you acted with the bride and groom today was unlike anything at my wedding. Mm. They are like, I felt like my photographer was just there to do a job. She said, I felt like you were hanging out with, I will dance on the dance floor. Every wedding I get the chance. I don't mind. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They find that they, 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 That's fun. That's why I'm there. I'm there to have mm-hmm. a good time. I'm there to be personable. Mm-hmm. And I'm still doing my job. I, it's not like I'm going home and I'm like, oh, I forgot to film because I was having too good of a time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I do the job. Um, but I create a bond with the, with the client as well. And I think that primarily and our turnaround time is why we are as busy as we are these days, I would
0: say. I remember years ago when I was playing college, I went into gearhead outfitters and, uh, I didn't plan on buying a bike. I ended up buying a bike. And I was walking away, scratching my head, like, how did I end up buying a bike? I don't understand. I didn't feel like, but there were three things that really jumped out to me. And just hearing you talk reminds me of this. I haven't thought about this in years, but they were passionate. Like, they really, like, loved what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Like, you could tell. Like, they really believed in it, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, They were knowledgeable. So, like, they knew how they were competent. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. they knew. Like, you'd ask them questions. Like, you could just tell, like, they knew their stuff. Kind of like, you guys, y'all know your stuff. And then they were friendly that they were warm, they're welcoming, like it didn't feel just like you're like, you're just trying to get my money. It's like they genuinely cared. And I think like if you have those three things, no matter what field you're in, it's going to be pretty successful. Like you're friendly, you're passionate, like you're knowledgeable. That's a pretty great combination. I feel all of those things from you. I'm curious, you. like where where does your passion come from for this job? Like what do you love about it? And so me personally, and,
1: and, I've, and I, so I like to ask that because I've asked my, my, uh, uh, my team that ever, like often, like, you know, what what's your new passion about the job? What do you still love about it? What is whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, and every single one of them will answer completely differently. And I think that's so interesting. But I think that's why we're so good as a unit. Um, you know some people will say that they like it because it is um, they like the job like Caden for example I use him uh, he's such a hard-working guy uh, one thing he loves is being creative oh my gosh that loves dude that dude loves to film something and edit it and that is his favorite part you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying um, Alex's favorite part of things is filming he prefers he lo- like editing like he likes it loves editing but it's not like that's not like why he's you know what I'm saying? He loves being on a shoot, being with people, that kind of thing. And I'll tell you what I've always said, and I think for some reason it just won't change, when I turn somebody, and maybe this is just me. I like I'm I'm a people pleaser, I guess, maybe, but I absolutely love giving someone their project. That's my favorite part. When it, the I like shooting, I like editing, all that stuff. But when I've given someone the project and they come back and they're like this is exactly what we wanted or whatever, mm. anything I can do to make them happy. Mm. It's like it's like, it's like a, giving someone a Christmas gift every single mm. day I do it. Mm. And I mean that genuinely. And it's like the one they've been wanting. Mm. You know what I mean? Because especially with something as important as a wedding video or someone's business, commercial, anything like that, that they, they love, they cherish that. You know what I mean? A wedding it's their happiest day of their lives. They're a business, it may be one they started from the ground like me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if I make you a commercial, you're like, oh, that's my baby on film. You know what mm. I love it? Mm. Um, and, and that in their reaction and how mo- how happy they are with it, um, that just makes my day. I can I go, I go home with a smile on my face after I give a, like a video back and I get positive and I've gotten negative stuff back. Don't get me wrong. There are people that I've, you know, made upset. My, always, my goal is, uh, every met, every time I send something, I'm like, please be 100% honest with me. If you're not honest with me, I can't make this how you want it mm-hmm. because the, I will not quit until they are satisfied and it's Mm -hmm. at no charge ever i will make any corrections i'd re-edit the whole thing i'd reshoot the whole thing for free as long as they're happy and i'll do that and i've done that before so
0: you're a driven guy man you remind me so much of myself even when i (laughs) thought when i was 23 just like i i I can feel like the energy that you have around your work and just want to do it very very well and uh, i get to talking so i I apologize if i talk uh, too much oh i I think it's fantastic man i (laughs) I think anybody that's listening to this is going to be uh inspired. And so, you know, inspired. what I see you doing is someone who really wants to do you love the work that you're doing. You do it well, but you want to do it with excellence. Like it's just, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love that. Uh, what do you do you ever have any times of anything that's like just hobbies? Do you have any hobbies? Oh yeah. Well so that's also
1: a funny thing is because filming was my hobby. I made I made little horror films and I made little yep. things or whatever. Um made little short films. I used to love making music videos like we talked about, I love music. So I yeah. used to make music videos and stuff like that. Um, so I, that used to be my hobby. So when that hobby becomes my job, what yes. do I do for fun, yep, right? Yep. I tell you what, it's not film. I yep. don't film anymore for, yep. for a lot of fun as much as I'd like to. I travel a lot. Love to travel. I just went to I was literally in Colorado a couple mm-hmm. days ago. Um, I love to travel, and I, I do play video games. I'm 23 years old. I like yeah. video games. Um, do a lot of that. And um, let's see, hobbies. I mean, I love movies and stuff. So that kind of stuff. But I, I take a lot of downtime. Oh, why did not my guy friends are gonna kill me? I love to golf. Do you really? Oh my gosh. I'm I, picked up, at it. He, I picked up I picked up golf. Likes golfing. I picked up golf like 7 months ago and yeah. I'm addicted. It's so bad. Really? Oh yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you there's something it it just takes one. You get one good go. One yeah. one, <laughs> one good go. You play one good game of golf. Come back you to you're me, hooked?
0: you are going to be hooked cuz the next day my problem is it take me a long time to get that one good game. Oh it
1: does. It does. And and when you when it, but when it happens the next day you're going to do terrible. Well no, it starts off with one good hit. Uh and then you're like, oh, the next one's going to be it. Oh, the next one's going to be it. And every golfer is, in their minds, a good golfer Mm. that just keeps having some bad hits Mm -hmm. versus what reality we're bad golfers who every now and then have a good hit. I'm a
0: terrible golfer. That sounds like an addict. Just hey, chasing absolutely. that one good hit again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, it it is. is. You know how much money I have to spend on golf balls? <laughs> I'm terrible. I like most, I feel like I always think about that. I'm like, how do these guys just play every day? You know, I go out, I play, I have a membership at, uh, out at Fox Hills and, uh, there's the same guys there at 9am every day. And I'm like, how much money are they spend on golf balls? They don't lose golf balls. Cause they're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll drive one on hole one, and I'm, and I lost the ball on the first on the first hit. Yeah, I'd be spending a lot of money on golf balls. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, they've got cheap ones at Walmart. Thank, thank goodness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we'll move into rapid fire in just a moment. But okay. any encouragement that maybe you've been given along the way that you would give to somebody else? Um, yeah. I, you know, the main
1: thing is never quitting. My, my main thing is, is never quitting because you know I had a lot of people that doubted me in their own in their own ways um you know people that just said that maybe you know doing this kind of thing was silly or they expected me to go to Hollywood and they're thinking well, this, well you're not happy where you're at because you, I thought you were going to be Steven Spielberg mm. that's not what I wanted to do I, I never I, I I never like saw that as a career once I started like really getting into it I saw that wanted it before as I got older I was like that's not for me that's not what I want to do I'm too I like to I like the business side of things so I stuck small um you know and and I'll tell you a story really quickly um, that encouraged me, and I hope this never happens to anyone, so I'm going to tell them when I'm done with it, I'll tell you what I want you to hear. Mm-hmm. So I had one of my first photography gigs. It was unpaid. I was asked to do it. It was actually my second photography gig ever, uh, and I was, it was unpaid. They were just asking me to do it. And I was um, in Jonesboro filming at uh, Brick House for, or taking pictures, excuse me, at Brick House for an event. And there was someone there who was, uh, who was, doing a similar line of work at the same time. And uh, it was the first time I'd ever met them. And uh, we were out talking to them, and I was super inspired by them because they were showing me all the work on their phones that they had done. Alex was there, too, and I saw it, and it, it blew our minds. And we're sitting there, and he's telling us all this work that he's done and and, and not bragging, but just telling us whatever. And he offers us uh, some services. He's like, hey, you know, you come, uh, you come to my studio. And he's like, um, you could do all this stuff, and I'll teach you all this stuff and, like, make you guys good. And I was like, yes. I was like, I finally made it. I've made a friend. i made somebody who's like valuable. You know what mm. I'm saying? And he's about to walk away. I'm as, as serious as I could be. I couldn't. I couldn't lie about this if I wanted to because it hurt me so bad. He wa- he's about to walk away. And he turns around. And he says, "You guys, you guys. I love you guys. You want to know why?" And we're like, "Oh yeah, why? Why?" And he's like, "He's like because I I, I I look at young guys like you and I realize you know you'll never be where I'm at." Oh wow. And I kid you not, my jaw hits the floor because I'm like. What, what do you mean by that? Like what? You know what I'm saying? He's like, he's like, you know, you guys, you say you want all this stuff, and you know, you never, you never go for it. You won't go for it. And I was like, I was like, what? In the world? how dare, how dare you? I was like, how dare? You? I was fueled. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole time, and that was before the the session ever started. It was the whole time. Mind you, later on, he ends up grabbing my camera and telling me I'm shooting something incorrectly. Which whew, don't ever do that to a photographer. Don't don't <laughs> don't lay your hand on the camera. But anyway, um, so beyond that, we we move on from there and. It, and I, and I, and I cannot stress this enough that motivated me so much mm-hmm. because I was like, that guy thinks I'll never do it. Mm. You know, I'll, I'll never, I'll never be there. I'll never be good enough. And, uh, I think, I think, I think that, I think I proved that person wrong already. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think so. I've made it, I've made it where I'm happy. And uh, I know that I've made a lot of clients happy and I think I've made it too. I, th- I think I've made it where they were yes. and um, whether or not, you know. Whether or not it's true or not, I don't know, yeah. but
0: I think so. What you're talking about is, like, there's a old cliche of, like, turning your critics into coaches. Yes. You know, it's so easy to, like, when we get criticized, just to wear that. And be like, oh, he's right. I suck. I'm no good. Mm. I'll probably never make it. Or you can use it as fuel right, for the fire and be like, you know what? No, like yeah. – I'm going to take whatever you said, like I'm going to use that as motivation.
1: And I better. and I literally, I had a little miniature whiteboard calendar in my room and I wrote his words on that wall. And I, and oh, wow. I, and I, and I ever, so every day, by the time I, I lived with my parents at the time, so it was just in my bedroom. So I would just look at it before going to bed and be like, going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And it motivated me. And so, yeah, so if I can encourage anyone, uh, and not necessarily in this line of work, maybe starting a business, maybe following your dreams in any sort of fashion. I'd say, um, don't listen to what anybody says. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you love it, if you love it, whether it's a career path or not, I think you should go for it. I think mm. you should at least try, mm. give it your all. It may not work. It genuinely might not. You might get unlucky. This may not be the exact form of fashion. I was never meant to be the next Steven Spielberg. You know, everyone mm. in high school thought I was, was going to do That's mm. not what I, I ended up not mm. doing that. I film weddings, I film small town commercials in a town you've never heard of called Paragold, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But guess what? I love it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. I love my life. I've been blessed uh, with such an amazing group of friends and family and a neighborhood that um, I enjoy being. And I and I genuinely tell people all the time that I'll never leave Paragold because Paragold has everything I could ever ask for. And so it's funny that we're doing the Paragold podcast. And I, mm-hmm. cause I, I talk about this. Seriously, all the time. I, I, and that's one of the reason I go to Colorado. I wouldn't just move to Colorado. Colorado's got all these mountains and stuff like that. How am I supposed to enjoy Colorado if I live there? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Paragold is perfect for me, and I love Paragold, and I'm going to stay here. So this is where my Productions is going to be.
0: Man, it's fantastic. That's like a, the best promotion <laughs> Paragold could ever have, man. We didn't <laughs> even pay you to say that. So. No, I, no I, uh, I tell that to people all yeah. the time.
1: I, like I said, uh, you know um, – I just I I have only li- I haven't lived here my whole life but I've lived here a long time. Yeah. And um and I and I love it here man. I, I really I I plan on raising my family here and mm. all my friends are here and I got yeah. I
0: don't know. Well, you're you're be. a great ambassador man for the <laughs> for the community. You really represent it well and um you know, I'll be honest like I didn't know. I knew that your company was doing well and I assumed it was um I made one false assumption If I think I assumed it was in, in large part because of the product and that's true, but it's really because of the person. I think like that's you, that's a big part of it, man. And I know you got a team around you, but like you were, you were somewhat of the glue of that. You're the initiator of that. And, and just your, like I said, your humility, your hunger, your passion, your drive, your knowledge, all those things, man. Um, it's just bearing a lot of fruit. Like you're see, I I, I see that. And I'm not even in that world, and I think others see it as well. So I Well, that, well really. done, man. Well Thank done. Thank you so much. Well, um, what number one? Six questions, by the way. Okay. Okay. So six. Just let you know, six. Yeah. I'm already. My hands are sweating. Yep. Here we go. We we call it rapid fire questions, but as we talked about last week, sometimes it can be slow fire. <laughs> so because we spend a little bit of time on each one, so we'll see how yeah. it goes. Okay. Uh, number one, what is the last show or last movie? That you watched or last uh, book that you read? Uh, I
1: don't read a lot of books, but I did uh, just make my girlfriend watch Captain America, the first Avenger for the first time, because I'm going to make her watch Marvel movies with me. Is Marvel your favorite? That's kind of your deal. I do enjoy a good Marvel movie. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I have like a lot of good favorite movies, but Marvel. your favorite. I'm interested. in your movie guy. My favorite movie. Oh, that's, that's, you're going to laugh at this. I Goofy? love No. Oh, okay. I love my, my number one movie of all time is The Simpsons movie really it is a 10 out of 10 movie when did you watch it 10 out of 10 oh it's a 10 i i, Come on, I no, no 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 no. I, I have literal film critic friends i've grown up with i went to the cinema with we we criticize films i'm hard on a movie i'll tell you some other 10 out of 10s
0: uh, and it does america is that number <laughs> <laughs> yeah number two no uh
1: no uh like baby driver you ever seen baby driver Never I heard thinking. of it baby actually. driver wind river la la land those are 10 out of 10 movies bang 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 Um, the Simpsons movie, the 10 out of 10 movie for the script, the way it's, the way it flows.
0: I'm being dead serious. I'm putting it down. I'm going to give it, I mean, mean, I've only watched a couple Simpson Simpsons episodes. I actually watched one with my son for the first time in the day. I was like, that's a mistake. Wow. Um, Yeah, that wasn't great. Um, It was a Christmas (laughs) one Mm -hmm. on Disney Plus. Like, how bad could it be, you know? Mm -hmm. It wasn't great, but, it was just some funny parts. I, so like you've really piqued my interest. Of it's like not too Simpson inappropriate,
1: the Simpsons, the Simpsons movie. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it for like children, necessarily. Sure. Um, I probably did watch it too young but that's okay <laughs> but look how you turned out exactly um, but no I, I quote that movie so often and I'll tell you a quote from it Just, I know we're in rapid fire I'm so sorry a quote it, from it, it that I love it's not really
0: that rapid anymore
1: I'll tell you a quote that I absolutely love from that movie it's, uh, it's Homer and he's riding around on a motorcycle in this, in this uh, dome at a, at a fair and he's trying to make some money he's trying to win a truck because they're trying to move to Canada I know it sounds funny but it is And uh, he's going around, and he falls three times. The guy says, I'm going to give you three chances, and he falls, and he falls the third time. And he says, says, you know what? I'm going to give you one on the house just because I like seeing you hurt yourself so much. So he says, you're the best. And then Lisa, his daughter, looks at Homer and says, Dad, when you get to the top, don't slow down. Speed up. And he says, but that's when it's the scariest. And she says, just do it. He gets to the top, and instead of slowing down and getting scared, he speeds up. Right, and I use that as motivation for myself, seriously, because I've always thought, even though I'm busy, don't slow down, speed up, keep going, and I keep working harder. And so, the like, Simpsons? even I know, right? I'm killer. telling you, Who it's a tell, I
0: have more, but I won't get into it. We rapid fire, but yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. Well, is there? Um, God, there's so much more I could ask on that. We'll I, go on to the next no. one because this next one I is gonna take a while too. You have me on again. We'll talk about the entirely uh, Simpsons movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me watch it first. Uh, what is your favorite band, favorite artist, favorite musician? Um, I'm not gonna lie and or just let's just say how about right now what's your favorite right now
1: oh that's so hard I, you uh, to a lot. I, I really like Tyler Childers right now Mm-kay. I'm really into Feathered Indians at the moment I love singing like him I can't sing too well but I love his accent is this country yeah it's like it's like oh, good I'm so country. Out of the country. it's indie singing. country I'm not country I'm not a country fan indie country it's like yeah. indie country I'm not a country fan I'm gonna be honest with you and this is gonna be kind of hard for me to say right now because he's kind of in trouble but I used to be a huge Kanye
0: fan I loved Kanye I didn't know he was in trouble Tyler what Tyler Childers. People are going to hate me on this. I listen to this podcast because last week, Haley Deck came on. or this, Your episode will be released two weeks from now. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, from hers. But, um, God, I can't remember the guy's name. What was the guy's name that she's really big into? Um, I'm going to have to look this Morgan up. Morgan Wallen? That's it. Did I nail that? Yeah, Morgan Wallen? Yeah. Had to be Morgan Wallen. I like Morgan yeah. Wallen. And I'd never heard of him.
1: No, you have not. Used, you I have had
0: never heard of him. I well, had never heard of him. I didn't know if it was a boy or a girl.
1: You're telling me a week ago you heard Morgan Wong for the first time. For the first time, you're getting I old. Don't, I don't old listen. To, I just don't
0: listen to country. I don't either. But I know Morgan. Well, obviously Wallen. <laughs> you do. Tyler what? Childers,
1: Childers, Tyler
0: Childers is good. What's
1: yeah. What's give me a song? Feathered Indians. Feathered, yeah. Indians. that been so good. You know that song, yeah. What's well, your no favorite metal. all time song?
0: Uh no band artists whatever oh
1: oh man it's so hard like I said he's in trouble but I, I, I Kanye love, is your favorite I loved on. Kanye when I was growing up man and and he's made some good music. he just made some poor choices lately but yeah he was he makes he's a great producer so I hope people don't get me don't get on yeah, me I, saying I, that I don't I, yeah, I don't could, I don't, could, could, I I don't could could condone his recent you're not accents. saying that
0: you think he's the most moral man alive oh no he's not you like his music
1: he is not but I did like his music when I was growing up he just got 808s and heartbreaks is a great album.
0: Okay. All mm, right. Trust uh, me. I, I do trust you. Uh, what is your favorite meal? Oh, I like breakfast food. Um, so I'm here. I'm
1: going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with like a good chocolate chip waffle. Why
0: not? This is amazing. Why I not? mean, so the Simpsons and a chocolate I'm chip waffle. I'm
1: 23. He's <laughs> proving that he's Yeah, good. That's exactly right, man. I'm
0: like, I just can't eat that way anymore, you know? <laughs> a chocolate chip waffle from the Waffle House?
1: No, ego waffles. Wow. No, not, not even homemade. I'm, I'm kidding, homemade. I just okay. wanted to get you. No, like, yeah. that's okay. I was homemade, like, all right. no, I like a good, home, you know. Have like, you had the Waffle House chocolate chip? Yeah, of course. Waffle.
0: They're phenomenal.
1: I'm I'm about to lose my fantasy football game, and I'm going to have to be there for 24 hours. So yeah, I've had a,
0: I've had a waffle. Oh, that, that's, a, that's 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 that not a punishment at all.
1: It the, is if you have to win. Eat. Yeah, so you have to. What it is is you have to sit there for 24 hours, but every waffle you eat takes an hour off
0: ah okay it's gonna be miserable i recommend the i can't do it anymore i'm actually gluten-free i recommend mm. the uh pecan waffle i'm not oh man that throw some of that fake butter on there just smothering mm. that and the, i'm is telling you bro uh, yeah i'll oh, absolutely that pecan pie
1: uh, i like um there's an ice cream it's like pralines and cream which has like pecans in it okay yeah. and i like that a lot
0: so yeah well if there's anything you take away from your time with me take that away pecans yeah, all right pecan waffle deal wall files. um what is on your nightstand right now Um, my nightstand,
1: I have a lamp, a picture of me and my girlfriend, and probably a receipt
0: or two. Very good.
1: That's where I put my receipts, and I think I'm going to keep them and need them in the future, and then eventually I get tired of being there and throw them away.
0: I used to never keep receipts until Chris started working on staff here. And so, I'm Responsible. Yeah. Yeah. the responsible young man. You both are. Um, give us a snapshot of an ordinary moment in your life that brings you great joy. Like the recent one, or just a regular... Yeah, Just whatever comes to mind, just an ordinary moment in your life that brings you great joy. Ordinary, yeah, ordinary is exactly right. That's
1: that's the hard part,
0: yeah. Um, especially for a guy like you, they don't slow down and you just keep going. I'll tell you one recently. Recently,
1: I I actually was in a wedding this past Saturday. I was in one, I was a groomsman, which is Mm. so rare. In fact, it's only the second wedding i've ever been to that i did not work at and i've been i've been to probably 150 if not more weddings wow in my life and i've it's my second wedding i've ever been to and him and his mom uh did their father or their not their father uh the son and uh mother dance and i bawled my eyes out Mm. and i because i i love my mom so i i was looking at and i've known him and his mom for so long for Mm. 10 plus years so i was like Pretty touched by it. So that's that that, that moment brought me a lot of joy, and that was this past Saturday. So
0: that was really cool. I went to one a couple weeks ago, actually here in this building, mm-hmm. and uh, the mother son dance. Uh, both of them were crying, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, it's always nice. Sweet,
1: man, yeah, I'm, I'm, I get I get I get choked up at weddings, but I guess because I like knew him and sure. I wasn't focused on like my shot or anything. I was just so in. I was just so like captivated by the moment. Totally, and it brought yeah. me a lot of joy. I kept thinking about it on the way home.
0: That's so cool, man. What do you think <laughs> you liked about it so much?
1: Like I said, I love my mom, dude, and so I think a part of me was kind of like thinking like, oh, someday I'm going to dance with my mom, and also it was, his, and I'll give him a quick shout out, Luke Treese and Anna Treese, and, um, and uh, dude, I just, I, I, I used to stay the night with Luke when I was growing up, you know, 6th, 7th grade, and 8th grade, and we used to play video games together all the time, so I've just known him for so long, and then um, his mom was always so nice, kind of like a second mom to me, and um, it's always been Always been thought she was actually also a photographer growing up, so I kind of looked to her a lot for mm-hmm. that. And so I think just seeing them dance, just kind of, it's just stuck with me. And then I was just like I said, I thought about my mom in the moment, and I was just like, I love my mom. You got I'm a mama's boy, and I always will be.
0: Mm. Well, your mom was in your corner. Yeah, I and mean, that's that's huge. Yeah, like I mean, there's not every not every. Young man is, is close to his mom like that, but there's a theme, just as I've talked to other men who are still close to their moms or their dad, is it like they really felt like their parent got into their world and like supported them in their yep. adventures? And I think that's huge.
1: My mother is the reason I have the work ethic that I do. I used to hate mowing the lawn, hated it. It drove me insane. I hated it. I was like, what a waste of time. And then, um, but it was because of things like that and her pushing me to, like, as the second I turned 16, she made me get a job at Sonic, which. Sonic is how I paid for my first camera, so mm. on and so forth. Like my mom didn't buy any of my camera gear. My mom said, "If I'm going to want it, I'm going to I'm going to earn it." Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I got a job, and did that sort of thing, and then yeah, That's my, my you know, mom. I'm is, guessing
0: she could have bought it for you, but she wanted to teach you that. Yeah,
1: no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's it's not that she couldn't have. Yeah. It's, it was a it was a learning lesson, and Absolutely. and it still is to that day, to this day. So I you know I think about I think her a lot. I think my mom for a lot that I have, That's even, awesome. even if she didn't necessarily buy it for me. Well, <laughs> that might
0: be the answer to your next question. Maybe not. What is one thing you're deeply grateful for right now?
1: Um, it, that could be my answer, but I'll change it. I'm gonna say I'm deeply grateful for my team. Um, the the team I have in the studio, I, I'm I talk to them more than I talk to anybody. Uh, there, I text them daily. We hang out. Um, I'm so close with them, man. I, Caden, that's one reason I was in Colorado. He just got engaged. You know, what I'm saying I shared that moment with him. Like, so they're so much more than just a team. We were on a trip together. We were, you know, experiencing life. I'm watching him grow. I'm watching him. I was there before he was with her, and now. He's getting married to her. You know what I'm saying? So my team is uh, is is so much a part of my life that I'm just super grateful for them, I'm going to say. And they'll probably love that I said that. they are like, oh, you love us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, it's a
0: good move on your part. Yeah. Uh, but I believe you mean it. So hey, hey, can thanks. I show yeah. an extra rapid fire since he's the youngest <laughs> guest? Oh, please you do. Know. Okay. What's your favorite Bonus. video
1: game then? Right now or ever? All time. Oh, my gosh. You're going to get me in trouble. I'm going to sound like a techno-bo. Kid. I'm going to give you two so I don't look like a complete weirdo. My, the best game of all time is Minecraft, and I stand by that. And my second favorite game of all time is Skyrim. Mm. But right now I'm playing Call of Duty. But who isn't? Yeah. Well, <laughs> me. But wow. and fair enough.
0: Yeah. I know Minecraft just because my son has a Nintendo Switch, and which I just broke last night, by the way. And so I'm heading to GameStop right after this to get a new, <laughs> remote, a, a new controller because I just broke one of the
1: controllers. Oh, on. yep, yep. Anyway, That's my favorite game. But I've probably played games that you grew up on because my, my uh, brother, my dad's... Uh, my dad's son, he um, he's the reason I love video games, and um, he actually went to school for a little while to like develop games and stuff like that. So he he made me play games that y- you guys played when you were growing up. Mm-hmm. He's a lot older. He's eleven years older than me. And yeah, start naming those games to try to figure out how old we are.
0: Oh. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. No, don't do that. Uh, you already named Tech Mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know that one? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I'm not yeah, played it, though. It's classic, yeah, man. It's old.
1: Don't worry. I played Frogger, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> I still play that with my son. It's the best.
0: Hey, Frogger's fun. It's stood the test of time. Nathan Knight, you are... Um, You're doing a great job, man. Thank you. Keep up the great work. Look forward to to sitting down with you again, hopefully uh, in the future and having another conversation. I'm just
1: down the street. I promise you I would love to be here again. I love talking, so this is no problem. Awesome. Thanks, man. I'm proud
0: of you guys, too. You guys are doing great. Thank you. Appreciate it. And that was Nathan Knight with Knight Productions. Uh, He really does remind me so much of my... 23-year-old self. It's like we yeah. were just talking about this right before we push record of um, how often people refer to me as passionate. And i like, that guy's passionate. Like, uh-huh. it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you hear him, just a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. I'm uh I'm interested in seeing, like, how the company continues to progress, how he progresses. Like, I I love that he's built this team with his, uh, it seems like his friends and people that deeply care about what he also cares about. And I love how he's delegating tasks. And it it seems like he really, he kind of came alive, didn't he? When he talked about, like, I love to give someone a project that they love, you know, and they get to kind of make it their own baby and just great leadership, man. Which is a beautiful gift because it's not
1: something they can give themselves, like, you know, you give me something you buy at the store, okay, I mean, I could have bought that myself, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't have the skill set and the, the art and craft that you have to give. That's why it means so much to people when he gives it to them. Because it's not something they can
0: give themselves at all. Yes, 100%. Well said. Nathan, thanks so much for coming on. Um, Hey, for those of you that are still listening, we really want to thank you for tuning in. If you've not already done so, please check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Also, if you would, go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating there. That just helps people to find us more quickly and learn about the really amazing people that are living right here in our city. As always, we appreciate the listen. Until next time.